Welcome to the very first episode of Doable Discipleship, brought to you by the Spiritual Maturity Team here at Saddleback Church. This is a weekly podcast and YouTube show designed to help you deepen your friendship with God through informative conversation and personal spiritual disciplines that you can do. My name is Doug Jones. I'm one of the pastors here at Saddleback Church, and I'll be hosting this podcast YouTube show with a lot of help from my friends on the Spiritual Maturity Team, as well as lots of guests that we'll be bringing in from week to week and month to month and maybe even year to year. Today, I'll be joined by my good friend and the pastor of spiritual maturity here at Saddleback Church, Rob Jacobs. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Thanks again for joining us on this very first episode. I'm here with Rob Jacobs. Hey, Rob. Hey. You want to uh, tell us a little bit about who you are? Sure. Well, I'm uh, the pastor of spiritual maturity here at Saddleback Church, and uh, I've kind of Grew up as a uh, baby Christian coming to Saddleback, so this has been my church home for, uh, well, going on now 17 years. So it's just amazing how I ended up being a pastor here. You know, God does crazy things like that. Um, married to my wife, Julie, and we have a son, Robert, who's in kindergarten, loving playing baseball, and hmm. yeah, just excited to be here. That's awesome. Uh, my name's Doug Jones. Uh, I'm one of the other pastors here on the Spiritual Maturity Team. I get to work with, with Rob, which is a great pleasure. Uh, I've been a pastor now for a uh, little over 10 years, which feels really crazy. I started when I was basically a baby. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I get that a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I get that a lot. So many stories. Uh, anyway, I'm married to this incredible woman named Joyce, who I absolutely adore. We've got two, two great kids, a three-year-old named Amelia and a little one-year-old just turned one named Jude, who's a little bit sick right now, kind of keeping mm. us up, but all is well with that. Uh, so yeah, we get to work together on spiritual maturity, and today we're framing up this whole new doable discipleship thing right. that we're doing, yeah. which I'm really excited about. Uh, let's start off by talking a little bit about uh, what discipleship is. So we're called the Spiritual Maturity Team here at Saddleback. Uh, we kind of treat discipleship and spiritual maturity as kind of synonymous. Some people kind of trip on those words, and they don't exactly know what that is. When right. we say spiritual maturity or discipleship, what exactly is that? Can you talk a little bit about how we define that here in Saddleback? Right. So for us, discipleship is becoming like Christ. One of the interesting things about discipleship is that we are one of the five purposes that Saddleback's built on, that the church is built on. And for us, really, you have to be balancing all five of those purposes to have good discipleship, to have good maturity. So we're about helping people grow in Christ. We're about helping people reach to maturity. We're about helping to move the people in our church, in our congregation, down into what we call the committed level, so that Mm. they really are aligning their lives around the way Christ lived his life and trying yeah. to have their uh, their life reflect Christ's life. So that's one of the ways we think about it. Yeah, that's good. So this this uh, show, for lack of a better word, or this thing that we're doing, Doable Discipleship, is based off one of Saddleback's core values. Uh, so we believe in discipleship. We believe in taking people deeper into their relationship with Jesus, becoming more fully devoted followers of Jesus. Uh, but we also care about uh, a doable approach to that. That is a way that uh, requires each of us to take an active approach in our own personal spiritual growth. And right. I think, uh, you know, this idea of doable discipleship uh, is not our idea. This actually comes from Pastor Rick. Uh, the, the the term doable discipleship is part of our Saddleback acrostic, our S-A-D-D-L-E-B-A-C-K. Um, and one of the two Ds in that acrostic is doable discipleship. It's one of the core, like, DNA values that Saddleback is built on. And one of the verses that I think is kind of the impetus of this comes from James one twenty two. It says, do not just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you're just fooling yourselves. And this is a really guiding verse for our team and I think for anyone who wants to devote their life to Christ. Pastor Rick talked about this doable discipleship idea in a message not too long ago. So we're going to cut away to that and we'll be right back. 
One of the uh, slogans we have at Saddleback Church is this. I only believe the parts of the Bible I actually do. In other words, I might say, do you believe you should forgive your enemies who hurt you? Yes. Do you do it? No. Then you don't believe it. Uh, do you believe that you should honor God with the first part of your income? Yes. Do you do it? No. Then you don't believe it. Do you believe you should share the good news with people who haven't heard about Jesus? Yes. Do you do it? No. Then you don't believe it. You only believe the parts of the Bible you actually do. We fool ourselves into coming to church and thinking that we're actually growing because we're hearing. But hearing is not enough. Reading is not enough. You can go to church your entire life and listen to the Bible and not be healthier. You got to do it. Jesus said, not everybody who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my father. Every time Jesus told a story, he would end it with, now go and do likewise. So doable discipleship is about taking an active, personal approach in your walk with Jesus. Exactly. It's, it's the idea that uh, discipleship isn't just something that God is doing upon me, although there is, of course, a supernatural element of that where God is accomplishing this work inside of us. Right. But there's also the responsibility that we have as Christians to, to um, build the kinds of disciplines and habits into our lives that are going to foster growth over time, that God gives us this actually privilege of taking an active role in our discipleship journey. Uh, and and so it's the idea of discipleship as a lifestyle, really, I think is a big word. And we, we really draw a lot of this from Mark 1230, which is uh, one of the New Testament um, givings of the great commandment. It says, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. And that really is the the guiding verse that we really stand on as a team. You want to talk a little bit about right. that? Right. So, you know, again, our objective is maturity, and we want to be helping the people to walk with God. And so we want to provide these principles to live by. We want to provide a foundation for them to live on. Mm -hmm. And so it's for us, we keep thinking about this idea of health and balance. And, that, and that's an important thing for, throughout our church. But to think inside the maturity um, purpose of balancing those four things that you just said, the, the heart, the soul, the mind, and the strength. So for us, for heart, we think about like the things that we're committed to, mm. the things that we're devoted to. Um, one way to think about it is this idea of rightly ordered loves. Yeah. So because we're all worshipers and we're all going to worship something or someone. So mm. we, we really want to be focused there. So one of the things we like to think about here at Saddleback and on the maturity team is how are we using our time? Mm. So for us, a very important thing is, well, we should be in time in, in prayer and time in the Word. Um, how are we using, are we using our treasure? You know, God's given us this treasure, this, you know, these financial resources. How are we using that? So we talk about tithing and giving. Yeah. Um, another thing to think about is the people we surround ourselves. Who's our team? Hmm. And so the, the importance of being in fellowship with other, um, sisters and brothers in Christ and, and being in a small group. You could even consider how to use your talent. How do you use your time and your abilities to serve the uh, the church, the bride of Christ? Yeah. Um, so those things come into play. And so some of the practical, if you will, doable steps that we talk about can maybe be like taking class two hundred one. We go over these habits. We go over mm -hmm. these these those those things that we're talking about there around our time and our team and our um, treasure. Also, maybe you need to take Financial Peace University and, mm. and to think about how you're using your money. Or maybe it's something like Deeper Devotions where we take you and we show you how you can connect your time in the Word and your time with prayer. So mm. again, focusing there on the heart. Um, now thinking again, we, we want all four. So if we think about the soul, we let, what there we're thinking about is what are the spiritual formation exercises and practices that we as believers can, can do to kind of open ourselves, to put ourselves in front of God 
and to to really pursue some of these things like silence mm. and solitude and personal renewal. Mm. Um, time away with God is an important discipline. So for us, we think about like our retreat center, um, all the different retreats we offer, the Journey with Jesus Trail, mm. just things that'll that can get you time away to be with God. You know, we we have uh, the personal renewal retreat. Um, and the app that that would come out with that, so it's kind of things that give you a receptive posture toward God. Exactly, right? exactly, yeah. and it's it's stepping away from the busyness and the hurriedness mm. of our lives and say, God, I need time a- away with you. I need to hear from you, yeah. and and just to do some of those practices. Yeah, for uh, mind, I like to think about. Okay, what is what does the Bible say about these things? What is the essential biblical knowledge that I need to have as a Christ follower? Mm. Um, are there essential things I need to know, like theology or church history and those mm. kinds of things? So for us, that might look like uh, being in Foundations, our systematic theology course here at Saddleback, or mm. what are some of the small group studies that you're in that help you focus and grow your knowledge of God? Yeah. Um, for strength, well, that's skill, that's ability, that's um, your competencies. Um, so we like to think about development and preparation. Um, one great thing we do uh, for that is Bible study methods. So it's yeah. it's not about your quiet time, but it's really about how can you get into the Word and get in deep. And it's really it's a book that Rick wrote early on, and so this this course is based on that book, and will take you through these methods that that Rick has used to develop all his sermons over all the years. So if you think about how powerful Pastor Rick's um, preaching is. Well, this is the, the methods that he used to get into the yeah. Word to, 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 to pull these messages out. Also, we have something called the Master Teacher Training Program for people who are like, want to take that faith step and learn how to teach class or how to teach foundations. We can help train people in doing that. So yeah. again, learning a skill, you know, being prepared to do a thing. Um, we have leadership small group curriculum that can help you become a better leader in the workplace. So again, the balance of these four things, heart, soul, mind, strength, this is the totality of what it means to love Christ and to have him invade every part of your life Hmm. and to own every part of your life. And so, you know, that's really what we mean by when you hear that term lordship, you know, he is lord of our life. Um, And so that's how we grow in maturity. That's how we grow and become disciples here. Yeah, I <clears throat> I love the term kingship that we sometimes use on the team. This idea that as believers we're we're, we're called to surrender an ever increasing portion of our lives to to God and to His reign. Right. And I think that's part of what it means for the for when Jesus said His kingdom has come. It's this idea that His kingdom comes by reigning within each of us. Absolutely, His kingdom come, His will be done. Yeah. That that happens in our lives. That yeah. happens in our heart and our soul and our mind and our strength. And it spills out into our workplace, our relationships. Uh, just yeah. the way we treat our body, the way you know we handle our relationships, every the way we handle our finances yeah. and our possessions, every aspect of our life, Jesus says, that's mine. Yeah, there is no bastion <laughs> right. where you can say like, well, this far and no further. Exactly. It's this, I, and Paul reiterates this so much time, so many times when he talks about himself as being a bondservant to Christ, in, in essence, being being totally owned by and dominated by the influence of Jesus, which is a really incredible thing. And when we look at Mark twelve thirty. This isn't Jesus just saying, here are four really important areas that you should think about. He's really saying, this is the total person. Yes. You consist of heart, soul, mind, and strength. These are the four things that really make you up. Right. And so what he's saying is not, here are four ways that you can love God. He's saying, these four things are you. Exactly. Give yourself fully to God, and these are the areas. And just as that Saddleback Church, we are very much about balancing all five purposes of the church. 
within maturity, there needs to be a balance. Because what mm. happens is some people, they love just to do Bible studies. Yeah. And other people, they love just to go on retreat, but they haven't done a Bible study in years. Or other people, like, have you ever been on retreat? Have you ever fasted? No. Yeah. And so it's all of those things. It's all of those aspects that help keep growing us um, and maturing us in Christ. And none of this is yeah. happening overnight, obviously. This is a lifetime journey, yeah. that big word we call sanctification. Yeah. But you need all of it. You can't just pigeonhole yourself into like, I know everything there is to know about the Bible, <laughs> but I don't live any of these things. Yeah. So that's an important part, and that goes back to being a doer of the Word. Yeah, big time. I think, uh, let's talk a little bit about why exactly we've created this podcast and YouTube thing, because uh, we, we've done this with a real distinct purpose in mind. We've done it because we think this can really accomplish something great for our people. So let's talk a little bit about what, what that is. But I think one of the big reasons why we've really created this thing is because this gives us an opportunity to um, to really encourage our entire church family, uh, whether you're here in the U.S. or even abroad, anybody right. can really can access this stuff. And because we have a church that's now so far flung, like we, we, we span the globe now as a church, right. which is this incredible thing that God has accomplished here. Um, but we as a team want to think about how we can care for our entire church family and, and help encourage everyone to take next steps, which is right. the whole doable idea exactly. that we want to encourage people to take positive next steps in this faith mm-hmm. journey. So I think one reason why we're doing this is because this is a highly accessible tool for everybody in our church family, and it's something that can so easily fit into the natural flow of people's lives. Right. I mean, we, we know that the the digital technology gives us reach. Yeah. And so to be able to have this medium and this form to be able to reach out to our members across the world, um, our online campus members all over the world, hmm. um, that's what this can provide us. And so that's our hope, that's our goal, that's our, that's our prayer for this. Yeah. Um, and I think it, it's a, also it's another one of those things where we can constantly come and be talking about how we can be moving people into maturity, which is really character development. Yeah. So, you know, for us, it's not about knowing something, it's about becoming something, right? So there's this knowledge piece where we need to know what does the Bible say about it, but then there's also this perspective piece where we need to know, oh, I can see now why God thinks the way he's doing that. I can see that situation or that Mm. issue through the lens of God, right? Yeah. And that brings us to a place of conviction. So if I get to that place of conviction, like for for those of you who you remember when you accepted Christ, you reached that place of conviction. Mm. So whatever it is in our lives, the conviction of how I use my time or the people I spend my time with, or how I use my my treasure, my possessions, my money. When I reach that place of conviction, now I need to act on it. And yeah. so we're hope, we're hoping that this this will be another way to help encourage you to act on things to be doable, right? Yeah. So because when you act on it, you develop the skill, and over time those skills become habit, and over time habit becomes your character. Yeah. And so doable discipleship is not just a, well, I do a bunch of things. No, it's doable discipleship has a goal, and it's your character transformation to becoming like Christ. So yeah. it's doable for a purpose. Yeah. We're purpose-driven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it really, this this whole thing really fits within uh, one of the Daring Faith goals, that this helps interconnect our campuses. Right. This brings people together. Right. In a, in a way that only technology really allows. Exactly. Interconnectivity is a super important part of where we're headed as a, as our, a church. Yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit about our, our attitude toward listeners or viewers. Um, one, I think, big thing is we want to be a source of encouragement. We want to we help people take a next step wherever they are on their personal spiritual journey. So wherever you are, whether you're just getting started in your faith, uh, maybe you're still you're coming to Saddleback, you heard about this podcast or YouTube thing, uh, but you're still not even sure... Uh, 
if you're really all in yet, if you really even believe all this yet, if you're just exploring or whether you're all the way up to a person who's been following Jesus for many, many years, we want to be a source of encouragement for you, uh, helping you discern your next step, figure out what next step to take, and then helping you take it in a practical way. And we also want to be a source of of uh, we also want to challenge people, I think, too, right, especially sure. for those of you who've who've been walking with Jesus for a long time. It may be that that thing you need to to go to the next level spiritually is just a new take on things, or uh, a new uh, a new spiritual discipline or a habit that you just haven't tried yet, or that you've never really figured out. Uh, we want to be a, a group of people who will help nudge you along, um, but we want you to know also that we we don't take a a judgmental attitude towards you. A lot of us have had ups and downs in our faith journey, and sometimes it feels like it's two steps forward and one step yeah. back, or sometimes it feels like one step forward, two steps back, and we kind of ebb and flow, and right. we deal with just the normal, the realities of what it is to be right. a human being and to try so, to do this, exactly. this faith journey. So just know that we're we're on your side. We want good things for you. We're doing this thing for you because we want to help you along that spiritual road. The, the word Rob used earlier, sanctification, helping you gradually be more and more set aside for Christ. Christ's purposes. Um, right. So that's a big part of, I, th- I think that kind of sums up who we want to be. I love uh, the passage Ephesians 4, 11 through 13. It's words from Paul. And I think it kind of puts some pretty cool descriptions on what we as pastors and church leaders want to be and do for our people. So I want to look at that real quick and then we'll, we'll come right back. It says, now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. That, that really, really nails what we're trying to do here. It says, this will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Now, of course, I'm horrified by that last bit, (laughs) measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Sounds like an unbelievably lofty goal, um, something that you know, we wonder, like, how could we ever come close to the person of Jesus? Yeah. Um, But of course, that's where we see this as not a it's not a destination that we're trying to get to. Like, we're not just going to stop this podcast one day and be like, well, I think everyone's reached that point of right. maturity in Christ, so we can right. pack it up now. Right. It's the idea that we're calling everybody to join us in this journey and that we're doing this thing together. That, um, like you said, use the word team when we talk about our, our time, talent, treasure, and team. Um, that a big, a big part of what helps us either succeed or fail uh, on our spiritual journey is who we're surrounded by. Exactly. And and we want to be some of the people that are surrounding you. And even though we may not be physically close to you in proximity, we want to, at least in a in a figurative sense, we want to put our arms around our arms around you and and just kind of walk with you down this yeah. journey. I think this is why. I mean, this uh, again, it's a great explanation of why the medium is so powerful. I mean, the amount of Bible learning I've gotten from Pastor Tom in my car and drive yeah. time devotions. I mean, Tom wasn't with me, but he yeah. was with me. You yeah. Know? Or the the uplifting kind of hope filled messages I get from Pastor Rick from Daily Hope or you know his radio show or his podcast. I mean Rick's not in the car with me, but he's with. He may me. as well be though. Um, yeah, and that's the power of the word too, right? And I think yeah. you know going back to that verse you were you were reading in Ephesians four. If you keep going, right, it talks about well we're going to grow up in Christ, right? Yeah. Everything you know we grow we grow up in Christ um, in everything in every part of our in every part of our life because hmm. God's calling us we're we're not to remain as little children right yeah. so and you can trust that God's going to do it Philippians 1 6 reminds us that you know it's God that began a good work in you is hmm. he's going to complete it he will continue until it's finished and if you're watching this Jesus hasn't come back and so he's still working on you yeah. you know and he's still growing <laughs> in you and he he wants to continue to see to to continue 
to uh, to mature and to, and to produce fruit. You know, like yeah. Matthew talks about. You know, you'll know them by their fruit. And so I think that's just one of the great things that we're trying to help everybody do on their journey here. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's take a look at a, a prayer from the Apostle Paul as we kind of near the wrap up phase because um, I think this um, kind of lays out in a really cool way the journey that we're all on and expresses that pretty clearly. And really after what we what we hope and pray for, and this is a prayer from Paul, um, it's, this is kind of our prayer for our people, what we want for each of them to experience this kind of life, to experience this kind of fullness in Christ, um, and which, is a, it's just, which is a big, a, a, this is a big note that I think we want to hit pretty hard, is that we don't want anything from you. This is not something that we look to gain from. We want something for you. We want you to experience what I always call the John 10.10 life, the life that surpasses your wildest expectations. Uh, not just life, but life in all its fullness and its full richness mm, and glory. I like, yeah, NLT says a rich and satisfying life. I think that just puts it in such such clear terms. But let's take a moment and just and read and actually pray this together from Ephesians three fourteen through 21. It'll be up on the screen. It says, when I think of all this, I fall to my knees and pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it's far too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to him in the church and in Jesus Christ through all generations forever and ever. Amen. Amen. I, I love that line. Glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Mm. That's that's my dream for everybody listening or watching, that, that they would experience God working in them and helping them develop maturity in ways that they never imagined. Yes. Yeah. You know, that's the, the, the power of kind of what we were talking about earlier. It's like, God's going to do this, but we also have our, our role too, yeah. right? So you can trust God. He will bring it to completion. But... You just don't drift into this, yeah. right? It's it's by design, and God has a design for our growth. Um, Saddleback has a design for your growth. We we want to come alongside you and help you, des, you know, design to make decisions um, mm. and to to move forward. You know, this is about a pathway. It's not yeah. just a million possibilities of how I get there. No, there's there's a way we get there, and yeah. that's what we want to help you do. And it's about this balancing the five purposes in our life, balancing the heart and soul, mind, strength within our maturity. And taking a daily step forward every day to say, Christ, all of my life is yours. Every mm. part of it is mine, and uh, I'll trust you. I'll trust you with it. Oh, Pastor Rick says, <clears throat> you know, he says if you're coasting, you can only coast in one direction, and that's downhill. And um, we're reading right now uh, a book by Eugene Peterson, and I, I love – he talks about this idea of ascent, that this is, a, this is an upward path that we're on, moving toward Christ. And so, yeah, you're right. God is accomplishing this work in us, and we can trust Him to do that. But He also gives us this incredible, I think, a divine privilege of taking, uh, taking some responsibility and having having a role to play in this thing. That God's not just like shoving us up the hill, but that He's calling us and helping us up the hill. But that we get to participate in that. To me, it's this cool partnership between us and God. That he, and that's really, I think, what 
a big part of what is meant when we say friend of God, that mm. we enjoy a friendship with God, that we are sensitive to God's guidance and direction for us, and then we're, we're, we're striving to follow him in this call. Anything else you want to throw in before we wrap up? No, I just, I go back to this, that idea we're talking about. It's like, it's his kingdom come, his yeah. will be done in our heart, in our soul, in our yeah. mind, in our strength, in our homes, in our workplace, and, you know, in our, in our health, in our diet, in our exercise. And just, yeah. it's all of it is his. Yeah. And we just want to keep helping people take doable steps forward to grow and mature in Christ. Yeah. yeah. So one really easy doable step you can take today is just subscribe. It's a very easy thing. Just hit the subscribe button. If you're if you're a podcaster, do it in iTunes or whatever you use for podcasting. If you're watching on YouTube, it's easy. You're, you've already got the subscribe button somewhere on your screen. Just subscribe to that. Uh, and you'll get a consistent, steady flow of spiritual maturity uh, content from us. Great conversation that'll help you continue this journey. Over the next few weeks, we're going to be diving into this heart, soul, mind, strength idea, and we'll be expanding on each of those. We'll be bringing in a lot of great leaders from around Saddleback to help us flesh that out, which I'm really excited about. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Next week, I'll be talking with uh, Jason Wheeland, who's on our team as well. We'll be talking about what it means to, to love and then what it means to love God with all my heart and start that conversation as we, as we get rolling. So it's going to be great. Don't miss that. We'll see you next week. If you're a podcast listener and you enjoyed this episode, consider giving us a rating or a review on iTunes. It really helps. And if you're thinking, hey, listening's great, but is there a way I can watch these episodes? Yes, there is. Subscribe to the Saddleback Church Spiritual Maturity YouTube channel for video versions of these conversations, plus lots of other video content. And don't forget to give us a like. If you're already watching us on YouTube, subscribe to the podcast so you can listen in the car or wherever you go. Lastly, you can always get in touch with us by emailing maturity at saddleback.com. Send us your thoughts, send us your questions, Bible questions, life questions, whatever. Who knows? Your question just might inspire an upcoming episode. Thanks for tuning in to Doable Discipleship. I'm Doug Jones, and I hope you'll join us again next week.